Merry Christmas. This is Billy D, Cascade Hoops Talk. Welcome to our Christmas special. I'm so excited to bring you a four-part special today on Christmas Day. We're going to hear from several coaches. We got Matt Wilbur from Dakota Wesleyan, Corey Alford from Huntington Foresters, Coach Scott Moore over at Grace College, Danny Neville, Jamestown University, and James Long, whose team just came off an upset of D1 Morgan State, James Long from West Virginia Tech. So enjoy your Christmas day with Billy D. Listen to these coaches of part one and don't forget the next three days to listen to part two, three, and four. Merry Christmas and settle in as we celebrate NAI men's basketball. Merry Christmas again, and it's so, so happy to have you with us today. A very special day, a great day to uh, celebrate with family, but also to celebrate our NAIA basketball family. And we're going to start today with some coaches, as I said, and then after the coaches, we have a special guest today. We'll have Kyle Mangus from Indiana Wesleyan. Tomorrow, we're going to hear from some former players and find out what they're doing. Uh, The third day, we'll hear from some players as well as their families, and then we'll wrap it up on the fourth day with what we see for the rest of the season. When you think of amazing places to play NAIA basketball, there's a few that come to mind. Of course, for me, Danny Miles Court. But what about College of Idaho? That place is crazy. Many people think of Dort with their crazy fans, loud, hard to win. But probably one of the coolest places is the Corn Palace. Just the name. Dakota Wesleyan calls the Corn Palace home, and everyone agrees it's hard to win there. Why don't we start off this Christmas special with a man who's definitely had a lot of success in the Corn Palace and a lot of success this season, winning 10 in a row going into the Christmas break. Let's hear from head coach Matt Wilbur. Billy D. Cascade Hoops Talk got... uh, Matt Wilbur here, head coach at Dakota Wesleyan. Coach Wilbur, thank you so much for being on our Christmas special. Yeah, hey, thanks for having me. Good idea. Uh, uh, I appreciate you including me. Well, Coach, you know, I'm going through, uh, I'm going through all the, the conferences. Uh, I came back from work the other day, and I started trying to catch up. And I opened up the G-Pack, and Dakota Wesleyan's right on top. 10-1. and <laughs> one. I was worried about you. You lost that opening yeah. game. 10 straight. So, you yeah. know, tell, tell, tell me how it's going. You know, how'd you get there? Well, how'd you get here? Well, well, I think, uh, I think a lot of people, even within our own community and are, are probably a little surprised about what we've been doing. And, and you know how this sometimes goes, you know, we, we've got a handful of games that, uh, you take one possession and push it the other way and, and we're not 10 and one. And so, I credit our guys for winning some close games, but that's how basketball goes. Sometimes you sneak some out and you go, but we've also played some good basketball. Um, you know, the, the, we talk every year, you know, the, in, in college basketball, uh, you don't sign guys to career long free agency contracts. You know, they graduation is real. So guys (laughs) are leaving all the time. And, and, uh, as much as it's tough to deal with, um, if you want to sustain and have a lasting program, um, your recruitment is really important. And, and I think one, one thing we've had over the years is we've had really good seniors um, that have played really well, have led the way, and then we've had younger guys behind them uh, that have really developed well and are itching to get on the court and make their mark, you know, where we love having Ty Hoagland. I mean, anybody's going to love having Ty Hoagland in their program. Um, but our guys were also on the other side of that are like, hey, we can do this without him. You know, we, you know, we can do this without him. And so there's a little bit of an edge and a chip on your shoulder to go. Um, we can prove our, prove our way and pave our way here a little bit too. And I think that's happened with this team early on, but of course it's really early still. Well, it's interesting you say that because uh, Nick Harden has been tremendous for you. He's given you that senior leadership and then you have to be really thrilled with uh, the sophomore Sawyer Schultz. He's started every game for you. And yep. then, uh, and I'll mess up his name, but Oppold. Yep, Colin Oppold. He's yep. uh, yeah, he's yep. uh, got almost a hundred rebounds already. So yeah. you've got a good yeah. mix there. 
yeah, you know, we uh, our guys have really our guys have really bought into. Um, I think what's what's the most successful uh, uh, formula for us. You know, a few years ago, um, yeah, when Ty, I was talking about our team when Ty was a freshman. Um, we had we had what ended up being three first team All Americans on that team with Tate Martin as a point guard and Jason Spicer as a five man, and then Ty, and then we had another guy Trey Vandenberg who was a heck of a player. And, and we were scoring in the 90s every night, but we were probably giving up about 90 every night. And this team's been a little bit more defensive-minded than we've had in the past. And uh, uh, they've really bought into that. But we're versatile. We can go inside. Um, we can go inside and we can get some stuff done there. So Mason Larson, Colin Apple, Nick Harden, um, those guys have really been the front runners for us. But we've had some good surprises inside with Ace Zor. Um, Jeff Shook, and then obviously Sawyer Schultz has really emerged as a sophomore after not playing much last year. You know, I, one thing I noticed when I was going through your your uh, your stats so far for the year, you're really taking good care of the ball. That always helps. And then uh, you you don't seem to be shooting the ball quite as well from three, uh, but it but it's it's not hurting you. What do you, what do you think is no what what no. what is your strength? Yeah, yeah, I I really you know like we've we've uh if there's anything offensively we're we're preaching every day and and have been over the years is taking care of the basketball um we've never been a tremendous offensive rebounding team or a program and it's not something that we just emphasize if we get guys that can do it like azor can do it tristan techmeyer the past couple of years was a really good offensive rebounder yeah and uh, but but we're trying to save possessions by not turning the ball over. And, uh, you know, if we're not doing that, then, then that's okay. Um, from the, from the, from the three point line, I think we've just been serviceable enough uh, at this point. Um, I think we've got, you know, a couple of our guys have got off to slow starts, Mason Larson being one of them, uh, who's taken a lot of them. And, and, uh, the last couple of games, he's hit a few more, um, our point guard, Nick Harden, um, is one too where you know the more consistent he gets, the tougher he is going to be to guard. But yeah, I mean, our guys have the green light. If I put them on the court, I expect them to shoot when they're open. I mean, I just um, and, and our guys take advantage of that. So so that's just that's kind of my philosophy. And you know you know some nights some nights it's really good, and then some nights our guys make adjustments and we're able to go inside a little bit more. But I think we have good balance all over the court um, for how we want to play offensively. You know, Coach, you look at that G-Pack. You and I have talked about this before, but there's legitimately six teams that have a shot of winning the conference. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The uh, um, It's every year I talk about this, uh, but it but it really is. There, there, there's just, there is literally not a night off for the top team. They, you know, I, I, whoever that top team may be. You know, uh, the top team playing what is perceived as our bottom team from a record, um, those, the, the, there's not a night off. There just isn't. And it just makes it really hard because it's hard to win on the road here. Um, yeah. It's hard to win at other people's gyms. And uh, and that's like anybody across the country. But we just um, – it's just a really – it's just a really balanced uh, – it's a really balanced league from top to bottom. And, and uh, you talk about Northwestern, who's terribly difficult to win at their place. Um, Jamestown, same way. Both of those teams are loaded with talent, have great size. Um, we haven't seen Jamestown yet, but obviously Morningside, you know, uh, is really tough to win at. And we're, we were lucky to play very fo- well down there. But you're just it's just everywhere. It's just every game. And um, it, it, it's a very balanced league this year. I, I'll be curious to see what our ceiling is now. Um, you know, at the tournament and, and, and what we can do with our, with our league in the national tournament. Yeah. Um, but within our league, uh, it, it's as balanced as I've seen it. And it just keeps getting more and more balanced. Yeah. I see. I think there's more parity every year. I think there's more parity across the country and there's, there's more parity across the country with the divisions meshed than what I, yeah. what I expected. Um, yeah. so, I mean, we'll just yeah, have to see I, how it plays out. Yeah, I, I would agree. I, you know, I, I, you know, the, the rankings, the national rankings now, um, which don't mean much, it's still a factor for the postseason on some level, but it's a really low factor. Um, after you're talking about RPI stuff, 
um, and, and those in those categories for qualification. Um, when we were when we were split and it was one division, well, when it was two divisions, um, the only factor to getting in that large bid was your ranking. Right. You know, and and uh, you know you could see right away though in the first top twenty five, I think. I don't, I guess I don't know the exact number, but I think I only saw four or five division two teams, you know, former division two teams in that, in that top 25, I might've been wrong, but I thought it was around there. It was a low number. Yeah, it was. And so you, you, you obviously are adding in some really good teams and we haven't seen a lot of those teams. Um, and I haven't watched many of those teams, but I know they're loaded with talent. They're very well coached. Um, and they're high powered, uh, basketball programs. So, uh, it's not something that we're scared of. I think it just really adds a new dynamic to NAIA basketball, which is going to be really cool at the end of the day. You know, Coach, one of the things we're trying to do today is uh, on this Christmas is kind of celebrate NAIA basketball. You coach at a school that plays in one of the most amazing venues in the country. Can you just talk about what NAIA basketball's meant to you, Coach? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think that's a great question. You know, the, in a time when we're all – when you feel people are really wrapped up into level and obviously all of us coaches deal with it in recruiting, especially where you hear D you know, where kids are very, uh, you know, Hey, I want to go division one or I want to go division two. And then I'll settle at NEIA if I have to, you know, like that's a generality. It's obviously not, uh, it's, it's not a, uh, all or never, um, type thing, but that's the overall generality. I mean, what a great level of basketball, uh, and it has been for for years. And uh, I'm just, I just love being a part of it. I love being a part of it. We're we're so fortunate here at Mitchell uh, to have the support that we do. People love the NAIA. They love our league. We have great rivalries, night in and night out. We don't have just one game where hey, everybody shows up for. Um, you know, I played at Augustana College in Sioux Falls and was really fortunate to play there. And was a Division two in a great Division two league. And I've coached at uh, Division ones. Um, I coached at South Dakota State and and have been at every level. Um, the NAIA is just very special. You just run into great people. You, you you've got kids that are doing it for the right reason. I mean, all of my kids. And a lot of people maybe don't know this, that nobody gets a full ride here. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't, we just don't offer full rides. So every kid is paying on some level to play basketball at Dakota Wesleyan. And I think there's some really, I think there's something really special and cool about that. And so, you know, I listened to coach, uh, I listened to coach Waller when I was at USF at Sioux Falls, it would have been back in like 2004, 2005. And we were at the national tournament in Branson. And uh, he gave a great speech that stuck with me this whole time. Right when he said it, it really stuck with me. And the and the the message he was given was he didn't intend to stay at the College of Ozarks his whole career. He ended up being there, and he eventually realized how special it was. And his message to all of us was make the big time where you're at. And our guys look at Dakota Wesleyan like it's their Duke and their Kentucky. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna change that attitude or take that away from them. We put in a ton of effort. We put in a lot of hours, and we care here, and we got guys that are really invested in the Dakota Wesleyan and the NAIA, and it's just a really special level that's given me a ton. Uh, that's funny. You know, that's exactly what Danny Miles said down in Klamath Falls. He said he was going to make Oregon Tech his UCLA. Yeah, that's great. That's so, yeah, great. Yeah, great philosophy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that you know, and and uh, um, what else are you going to tell your guys? I mean, you see, you watch these guys work on their own and put the time and effort into it. Um, they, they go through here and our goal is that our goal is that our kids have a great experience playing basketball and going to school at DWU. Obviously we got to kick them in the butt sometimes, but there's a lot more high fives and patting them on the back and job well done's, uh, you know, coming through it and, and, uh, they're invested, they're invested. So I, I could give a rip about what people believe a, a perceived level is and where that's at. We're making the big time where we're at and that, and that's what we're always going to do. Well, Absolutely. You know, Matt, thank you very much for being part of this Christmas show. I just want to thank you, and I want to wish you luck as you move forward in the season. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you having us on. And, I, again, I, I know I've said this to you, but I appreciate all you do and, and giving uh, NAIA basketball the platform it has. You've really helped um, grow, the, grow the awareness and recognition and, uh, and giving a, a, a voice out there to, and connecting the entire country, frankly. 
Um, I think it's more so than it's ever been. And I, I think we can credit guys like you that are doing a great job of putting effort into that. Uh, thank you, Coach. Thank you, Coach Wilbur, for being part of our Christmas special. You know, one of the most buzzworthy events over the summer was in the Crossroads League. Huntington Foresters went out and they got a bona fide Indiana name, Corey Alford. There were a lot of expectations for Coach Alford and the Foresters coming into the season, and this young team has not disappointed. Cascade Hoops Talk, Billy D here. Hey, we're happy to have uh, Corey Alford, uh, head coach at Huntington University. Welcome, Coach. Thanks for uh, taking a little bit of time and joining us today. Thanks for having me on, Billy. So, Coach, you're you're eight and three. You've definitely attracted some attention from around the country. I know you've had some disappointing losses, but just talk about your first season at Huntington so far. Yeah, it's been an exciting first two months. Um, first and foremost, to be able to have played eleven games right now is definitely a blessing. Um, in this COVID environment, it's been kind of hit or miss on when you're playing. Um, we've had to be constantly scheduling, communicating with other teams. And so um, we're just happy to have been able to play 11. Uh, we've had some we've had some growth. I thought our October was really good and set us up for a great start of the season. And then we've taken a couple lumps, um, <clears throat> lost on the last second shot to a really good Mount Vernon team, uh, which was good for us but a home loss is never something that we're looking for and then got beat by indiana wesleyan at their place um and that was not uh not expected but a, a game that we were fine with because it's a i think they're the best team in the country and we get to play them again here in about a month so we'll see um, how much better we kind of get in that time and then we dropped one right before break which was pretty disappointed for us um we just didn't play well we went over to st francis and um, just did not play well, didn't have the energy. And it's a good lesson for our guys on how, how tough the last game before Christmas break could be. But I just thought it was uh, – we came out of a quarantine at the end of November and we kind of shut everything down. We didn't let anybody go home. We had no fans on campus. And so I think that really wore on the guys by the end of it. Um, and I probably didn't do a good enough job just kind of trying to make practices fun and certain things like that. But it's – it's a unique year, and um, but we're very happy with how, how these guys have worked hard and being 8-3 and three and being able to play 11 games is definitely a great start. Yeah, you know, that St. Francis loss up the other night had to be a little disappointing. It looked like at halftime you were in control of the game, and then for whatever reason you could just couldn't find the bucket in the second half. Yeah, I think we, we started off making so many shots. Um, we went on a 14-0 run and got a big lead early, but we just never were committed to the defensive end, and I thought we were – we were pretty soft inside. We didn't have our rotations down and overall just not a good effort. Um, and I think it's a good lesson that you can, you can get beat at any time and you have to take every game seriously. And on top of it, just when, when shots are going down, you got to make sure you're still tuned into the defensive end of the court. And like you said, second half, our shots didn't fall. We got pretty stagnant. Um, and our lack of defense really cost us. You know, I tweeted out the other day, a good friend of mine, uh, CT, he played at Oregon Tech, and he and I have become good friends through the years, and he's a very harsh critic. And the other night, he texted me. I'm, I've been off working, and he texted me, and he said, he said, I think Huntington's turned the corner. Now, if, you, if CT's saying that, then uh, you guys are getting some attention. So I know you're not where you want to be, Coach, but you're, you're definitely making some noise and you're definitely going in the right direction. But you're also, a, I don't know if people realize how young you guys are. You've got uh, Middlesworth and, and Goodline. They're, Middlesworth is a junior, right? And yep. Zach is a sophomore. He's a sophomore, but with how the eligibility works now, he's really a freshman. Yeah, exactly. This year doesn't count. So you're starting two, yeah. two juniors, two sophomores, and a freshman. That's correct. Yes, so... so we had Right now in our rotation, we don't have any seniors playing, um, so we got everybody back. So, yeah, I think it's a great thing that we're that young and it's, we're getting great experience. That's why I talk about how important it is that we got to play 11 games so far, um, and I hope we get to keep playing um, just because the game experience is so important for these guys. But they bought into the system. Um, all five of those starters that you mentioned are averaging double figures. We're sharing the ball. We got high assist, low turnover. Um, and we've had some games where we didn't shoot the ball well, and I think our team is kind of built around shooting um, and efficiency. But 
at the same time, we've been able to win some of those games. Um, the Indiana Tech game, for example, we didn't shoot the ball phenomenally, but we were able to get enough stops, um, get to the line, find different ways to win. Um, and for for a young team, I think that's a really good trait. So, Coach, how is uh, Indiana treating you? What's it like to be back in Indiana? Well, <clears throat> it's been great. The, the buzz of basketball is phenomenal. I do miss – I'm going to some high school games tonight, um, and there's – there's not the full crowd, so I haven't gotten that full experience yet. And I know a lot of people around here are dying to come to our games. But um, winter hasn't been too bad. We had one snowfall, not too bad. But um, it's been great. A lot of people uh, that I grew up with and know around the area. So it's been great to reconnect and then meet some new people coming back here to Huntington. So I know you're new to NAI basketball. You've only been around it now you know, less than a year. You know, just give your initial impressions of, of NAIA basketball. Yeah, I think um, people just don't understand how high level the skill is. Um, they're really good teams, really good coaches, and really good players. And for me, just being in the Crossroads League, um, I think it's still, if not the highest, one of the highest rated conferences in the country, even going one division now. Um, and we've gotten, we've been fortunate to have played a lot of games, but um, if you want to know how good NEI basketball is, please just go watch Indiana Wesleyan play because that team is every bit as good as uh, mid-level D1s. And they, they know how to play. They play together. They play hard. They're well coached. And Kyle Mangus is as good of a player as I've played in a long time. Yeah, they, they definitely are on a roll. They definitely are on a roll. Well, Coach, uh, welcome. I want to say for many, many people want to say welcome to the NAI. It's great to have you. Like I said, a lot of eyes on you, and we're all looking looking forward to see uh, where Huntington is at the end of the season. I I have a prediction that you're going to make some noise in the in the tournament, in the uh, well, thank you. your your league tournament because you're 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 improving so quickly and you're so young. So I think you might surprise some people. That's the goal. I hope we just keep improving, keep playing hard, and it'll all work out. Thank you very much, Coach. Thanks, Billy. One of the scariest things to face in the postseason is a team that's young, hungry, and improving. And I think that will define the Foresters come tournament time. Jamestown University has become a basketball power in the Plains. Coached by a young competitive coach, Danny Neville, and anchored by one of the best players in the country, Mason Walters. This team plays in a beautiful new arena, and they're ready to make some noise. Billy D here, Cascade Hoops Talk. Danny Neville, Jamestown University. Welcome, Danny. Thanks for being part of our Christmas show. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. The Jimmies, they're they're ten and three. You're six and two in G Pack. Uh, you've had a couple tough losses. You were able to pull a rabbit out of your hat against Concordia the other day. Maybe it evens out. So, how do you feel about the season so far? I feel really good about it as of late. You know, early in the year we had some COVID stuff, and you know we got got those guys back and you know they started playing really well for us and obviously mason walters has been a has been a big one for us and you know he keeps he keeps getting better and better and you know i think everybody else kind of follows suit and you know our young guys are are playing really well they're at the end of the concordia game we you know we had two sophomores and two freshmen in um for the last probably about 10 10 or so minutes so it's nice to see those guys grow well, every, every you know, am I wrong, or did did Concordia come back on you like that? Was it last season? Yeah, what? it was actually the last regular season game of the of the year. We were it was kind of eerily similar. Similar, um, you know, Concordia. I think we were up eighteen on them last year, and they ended up coming back and and beating us in overtime. So it was it was kind of a weird deal. They were very similar games. So, Coach, you mentioned Mason Walters. Whenever people think about the Jamestown Jimmies or they ask me about Jamestown, it's the first thing they ask me. They ask me about Mason Walters. Oh, what a special talent, huh? Yeah, I mean, he just he had a really, really good week as well, um, this week. I think he he ended up at, he got player of the week this week. He was averaging he averaged 35 and a half points and 11 and a half rebounds um, through those two games with two wins. So, I mean, he's just been so good for us um and like i said he just continues to get better and he's just such a humble kid yeah you definitely uh well you know i it seems like every time i watch him he's better than the time before for sure i i just think 
he's one of those kids too. I mean, he's one of those guys that watches film on his own and he's in the gym and, you know, he just, he, he sees a lot of defenses. I mean, you know, some teams will front him. Some teams will, will throw some doubles. Um, some teams will dig really hard. So, you know, he, he just adjusts to everything that, that they give him. And, um, he just, he's one of those guys that just wants to get better and he's continuing to get better. You know, Danny, it, it seems to me like I think your guard play, in my opinion at least, has gotten more consistent the uh, last few games. But it, it, it still appears like you're searching for a lineup or a combination. Is that true or am I seeing it wrong? Yeah, I mean, we had Jack Talley, who was the first team all-conference player. Um, he dealt with some COVID stuff early, and then he hurt his ankle really bad against North Northwestern um, in, in mid-November. And He's just getting back right now, so um, he's getting into the groove. And you know, I felt like he didn't shoot a little against Concordia, but I felt like he gave us some good minutes. And um, you know, a lot of our guards right now that are playing a lot of minutes, Mark Cho. You know, you look at Mark Cho's, Will Cordes, um, Cole Woodford. I mean, those guys are freshmen, sophomores. So um, you know, for them to be really consistent, I mean, it's it's probably not going to happen, but. You know, as of right now, they've been pretty consistent. And, you know, they just they're, – they're those guys that just do everything right and, you know, kind of in the same boat as Mason. They want to get better. They're continuing to get better. And, um, you know, Alante Pickens, I, I don't think he's gotten to his groove yet. And, you know, he's a great player as well. So, you know, our, our guard play is, is there. They just need to continue to get better and continue to be consistent. So you're really in. You're really coming up on a, a key set of games right after Christmas here, leading up to the Dakota Wesleyan game. You know, what are you focusing on as a team right now? I think just continuing to get better defensively. Um, I think that's kind of helped us here. Um, we've done a, a better job of just you know keeping people in front, and um, Brock Schramm gives us a, a big time presence inside with his shot blocking ability and. Um, I just think that that's a big key for us, just having young guys. I mean, offense is always going to come to us. Uh, we, we got guys that can score. We got guys that can shoot. Um, we have a good inside game. So I, I think I think it's for sure the defensive end just continuing to get better and, and finding our niche. Danny, you play in one of the nicest arenas in the NAI, and you have one of the best fan bases in the country. You know, talk about what NAI basketball has meant to you and means to Jamestown. Yeah, I mean, I've I played at the NAI level. You know, I've coached in the NAI level for 11-plus years. So, I mean, being at this level is, I mean, there's nothing like it. I played in the national tournament as a player and then obviously coached as an assistant and a head coach. And, you know, the national tournament is, you know, is one of the biggest things for me. I mean, that's just such a good tradition. And, it, you know, you're always treated well down there from the old days when it was in, in Branson and and then, you know, the, the days, you know, the quick years um, of being in Sioux Falls. I mean, you're just treated right. And it's just, it's just so special. And, um, you know, a lot of people, and you say it all the time, you know, don't really know what it's like when – NAI basketball and just being a part of it, it it's it's truly special you get guys that you know just really buy into your culture and play hard and you know especially in the g-pack i mean ever since we joined this league it's just it's been amazing you know night in night out i mean they're the teams are just yeah. so competitive and um have such rich history and and the the thing about our arena is i mean you go places and we travel a lot and we've gone to a lot of places and you know, we feel like, in our opinion, and, you know, it might be biased, but we have one of the better arenas in the country. And, um, you know, we – it's funny you say that. We just got um, some fan um, spectator uh, lifted before we had a – you had to have a special um, pass to get in. And, and we had it lifted a little bit so we could get more people in. And, and the environment against Concordia was unbelievable. Um you know, it wasn't it wasn't jam packed, but the people were loud, and it was a good game, and you know we had a good comeback, and just the uh, environment was unbelievable. Oh, that's good to hear, and you won the game for them too. There you go. <laughs> so hopefully that gets them to all come back too. Well, Danny, I want to wish you and and your entire program a 
a Merry Christmas. I want to thank you for being on with me today. And, uh, you know, thank you very much. Yeah, I appreciate what you do, man. And, you know, you you do a lot for us and a lot for the NAI basketball. Thank you, Coach Neville. Appreciate you being on our Christmas show as well. And if you haven't watched Jamestown basketball, I, I strongly suggest you uh, watch a game or two. They have very good production on their website. And you got to watch Mason Walters. He is one of the most effortless rebounders I've ever seen. He always is in the right place, and, and the ball just seems to come to him. Uh, it's really amazing. You have I can't really explain it. You, you, you just have to watch it. You know, this Christmas show is a celebration of the NAI family. And if you're going to celebrate the NAI family, you have to include Scott Moore. Scott and his brothers, they started at Columbia City High School. They all went to Grace College. And they all coach within 50 miles of where they grew up. Scott Moore, head coach at Grace College, has done a phenomenal job. He is the prototypical NAI guy. And we're thrilled he's on the show today. Cascade Hoops Talk, this is Billy D. Have Scott Moore, Grace College Lancers, head, uh, head men's basketball coach. Coach, I appreciate you joining us uh, for our Christmas show. Awesome. Pleasure to be back. Always enjoy talking with you. So, Scott, uh, you know, the Lancers, you're 6-4. and four. You started out 3-0. and oh, And since then, you've kind of been on this win-one, lose-one trend. You know, it doesn't seem like you've really been able to hit a stride. Yeah, thanks for noticing, Billy. I appreciate it. <laughs> that's what I'm here for always, is to state the obvious. It's always good. You, it's like when I get home, my wife, you know, how'd it go? Well, we got beat. Well, you need to make more shots than the other teams. Like, well, I'll try harder next time. Well, I didn't, no, it's, I didn't think you had enough coaches in the family. I thought I'd help out. Yeah, yeah. I, I get those phone calls plenty. So, no, it's good. You know, what a year. Um but it's been good. It's been fun. You know, we're, I, I, I told the guys the other day, just, man, finding joy, right? Just trying to find joy. There's so many people and teams out there that aren't practicing, aren't playing. Uh, heck, I was just talking to a buddy of mine uh, today, and, you know, he's talking about when he gets his kids back. He hadn't seen them since before Thanksgiving because they, they had to go home and they couldn't. They just had remote or uh, online learning, and, you know, wow. he hadn't even seen his guys. So, um, yeah, you know, the season, it's going. Uh, we're doing the best we can. It's, it has been unfortunate for us because I feel like we're probably the healthiest or one of the healthiest teams out there. Uh, I've had, for us personally, nine games have been dropped or postponed. Um, in fact, last week, kind of crazy, I, I, we went full blitz before uh, Christmas break. I had a game scheduled for Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. And as of last Sunday, all those games were intact. And then by Monday, uh, we just played Monday. So no Tuesday, no Thursday, no Friday. But that's kind of the way it's been. Um, but it's been good. You know, it's, we're young. Um, don't know, really know what we're doing yet. Uh, but it's, it's been fun to coach a completely different team. And as a basketball coach, I mean, that's part of the reason why we do it, right? We just, you, you got to teach new things. It's a brand new team, brand new roster. And uh, yeah, it's what's been fun. Coach, what are the, what are some of the things you've been doing to bring some normalcy to your guys? Oh, I just, you know, be present. I think that's the, the biggest thing that we're trying to keep touching on with our guys is every moment that we got an opportunity to compete, every chance we have a, a you know, to put on that jersey, um, whether it's practice, whether it's games, just trying to find joy in every little moment that we got because um, we don't know. You know, I, I, I say this to my senior. I said this to Jarrett Sons last year and Charlie Warner last year and those guys. Like, look, at some point you're going to wake up and, you know, you're you're no longer going to be, be doing this. And it you don't realize it in the moment, but all of a sudden that thing happens and senior night happens and then, boom, guess what? you're not playing a national tournament, your, your career's over. And so it's hit a little bit more home to these guys now, I think, because they've gone through, you know, some of my returners, Hayden Deaton and Matt Jennings, those guys have experienced that. Um, but it's been cool to see them just every moment we got just to take advantage of it. And, you know, we're getting better. Uh, I think that's the, the, the thing you like to see as a basketball coach. We're a lot better now than we were, you know, in October and, the biggest thing I think for us is we just got to try to keep playing games. Um, you know, practices are great, but having an opportunity just to play, you know, with four freshmen and four sophomores, 
Um, they just need to play, and they need to play against really good people. So uh, it's coming. Well, that's one of the things, looking at your roster, I mean, you've got to be excited because, you know, obviously you have Hayden Deaton kind of a leader, senior leader, but um, you've got a lot of youth. Yeah, it's 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 awesome and frustrating at the same time. <laughs> uh, last year, and I think any coach who's been doing this for a while can tell you, you know, when you have seniors and you got leaders and they've kind of they've been through the program, you know, your coaching is a little different um, in the sense of I wasn't teaching a whole lot of basketball. I wasn't teaching a whole lot of here's what we do. They knew what we we were supposed to do. I think last year was 100 percent about just trying to build confidence in each one of the guys and then having them build confidence in each other. And then obviously ultimately build confidence in what we're doing as a team. And we kind of hit our stride last year where that happened and the basketball kind of took care of itself this year. We don't have a confidence problem. I mean, all these freshmen think they're the greatest thing since, you know, LeBron (laughs) started playing, but uh, it's more so the basketball part, right? It's more so, okay, I got to teach, Kate Gibbs and Jake Gibbs and Elijah Malo, like they, they've played together with no summer, like, you know, everybody else in the country and no real preseason. These guys have only really played 10 games ever together. So yeah. trying to fast forward that as much as we can. But again, you just don't want to skip steps. That's the biggest thing is I know a lot of coaches and a lot of, we, we want the result now. And one thing that coach Wyden and I have stressed on is, look, we're not going to skip steps to get to where we want to get to. Because ultimately, I think if they can go through this season, ups and downs and ups and downs, and get better, then hopefully by next season, okay, we may still be young, but they're not inexperienced. Well, you definitely have a, you know, you mentioned your freshman, but you definitely have a couple bright spots. I mean, Cade Gibbs has been performing to, has to be beating whatever expectations you had. And uh, Frankie Davidson is really pounding the glass. And we knew they were good players. I mean, obviously, we didn't know where they come. Both those kids, the, the twins, um, you know, were, were surprised last year. They were redshirt, obviously, mm-hmm. and didn't get a chance to play. But we kind of knew this was coming a little just by the end of last season when they were practicing. You know, Cade, for a lot of the time, was one of our better players in practice, you know, on a weekly basis. So to have him come out this year and kind of, you know, have – kind of be under the radar and then exceed those expectations. Yeah, I think anytime a freshman comes in and has that type of uh, early season, you're a little surprised. But I think with us, you know, we, we knew what he was capable of, especially after going against those guys. And credit credit a lot to those guys like, like Charlie and Jarrett and Braxton and Marty and those guys just, you know, it, it, you're going against that every single day. You're going to get better. So, Scott, you've got a couple of non-conference games. Hopefully you'll be able to play them. Uh, and then on January 6th, you've got Indiana Wesleyan coming to town. That, that'll be a great spot to, to put a stake in the ground. Yeah, who are they? Are they good? <laughs> I don't know if they're good. Uh, they, they've won yeah. a couple games there, Coach. Yeah, the, uh, any, they're playing like the Indiana Hoosiers or Duke Blue Devils right now. Um, no, they're, they're terrific. And, and that's what you want, right? You want to play a bunch of games and try to get your, your feet wet, but also – you want to see how your kids do against the best. And right now they're playing at such a high level and obviously have the best best player uh, in the country um, and just seniors all over the place and really well coached. So we're excited. We're, like I said, to play games right now, uh, no matter who it's against, we've kind of changed our mindset. At this point, Billy, I don't care who we play. If it counts, um, we're pumped. So have us you know have a chance to play against the best team in the country coming in uh coming up here soon it's going to be awesome just to see where we're at and you know see where we need to get to no i agree and i think that's a great outlook and you know whenever your guys get frustrated just got to remember that you know schools in in oregon can't haven't even been able to hold a a real practice all they can do is condition more or less play, play a game so for sure you know scott you and your actually your entire family has been you know, just entwined with NAI basketball, you know, can you talk about what, what NAI basketball's meant to you and and your brothers, your family? Yeah. Um, yeah, we were kind of talking off the, as a, as a young kid in Indiana growing up, you know, we, and we had the Bob Knight era. So when you're eight, nine, 10 years old, that's what you know. And that's who you want to play for. You want to be a Hoosier. You want to play for Bob Knight. Um, 
And I think a lot of these kids today, you know, they want to play at the highest level possible and, you know, March Madness and all that. Um, but then when you get into kind of the situation we're at where, you know, I think lower level college basketball, once you realize it's not actually lower level, it just has a different name. The the incredible amount of talent that's through here, um, it just every year continues to blow my mind how many good basketball players there are uh, in this in this league. And for us as a family, you know, my brother played at Grace from 98 to 02, and then Mark and I had an opportunity from 04 to 08. Um, it's, it's, it's who we are. It's who I am. It's who I want to be as a basketball coach. I just, I like the freedom that we have to, you know, talk to recruits and be able to hold summer stuff. And, you know, basketball is a huge part of what we're doing, but, you know, I'll never forget what coach Cottingham said after they won the national championship. It just has never left me. And this is, I think what NAIA should stand for is, our goal is to win that national championship every single year, but it's not our purpose. And so to be able to be a basketball coach and to shape these kids and see them 20 years down the line and have them come back. I told Hayden Deaton the other day when we were in our team meeting, I say, you know what I can't wait for? I can't wait for when Hayden Deaton comes back to grace and he's got a little two-year-old running on the court, chasing balls everywhere, and he's with his wife. And I can look back and, and, you know, he can say, man, this this place had such an effect on me. It changed me. That right there is uh, is what I think NAI basketball is all about, especially the crossroads. I think that's what our coaches stand for. Um, and hopefully I can do it for a long, long time, man. It's just it's been a blessing. You know, I know what I got. I know I'm I'm in such a great opportunity here early on as my first head coaching job to be at one of the best places in the country, my alma mater. So. Uh, definitely don't take it for granted, man. It's mean, it's meant everything. No, I think that's really well said. You know, for me, very similar. It's for me, it's about family. It's getting you, you, uh, you, you follow up an NAI program, support an NAI program. You know the coaches, you know the families, the brothers, the sisters, the moms, the dads, and then the alumni, the guys who come back. And it, and after a few years, it's just just one big family. And even when you go on road games, if I go to College Idaho, for example, I have all kinds of people come up and, and talk to me there. Yep. Uh, it, yep. it just, you know everybody. It, and there's, there's, there's definitely a misconception about like what the opportunities are. Now, obviously, if you're talking about the Big Ten or, or the ACC or the SEC or something like that, you're going to be doing some things differently because of the amount of money that goes through those programs. But you know, kind of loud, you know, we're taking trips every single, I just booked my, my uh, kids, our Christmas trip next year in Orlando. You know, we, we get to travel the United States. We get to play against top level competition. You know, we have a bias, but we have the best small college gym in the country. It looks like a mini arena. Um, hmm. It is a mini arena. I mean, so, you know, the kids get scholarships, you know, we got kids that aren't paying very much if anything to go to school and get an education that's going to get them a job for the next 40 years of their life so i think once you can kind of look through that and say man i can i can get a whole lot of things here at these schools um just as much if not more as some of these other ones that are labeled division one or whatever um then then you got kids kind of going to school for the right mindset and uh extremely happy man well, Scott, I really appreciate you being part of our Christmas show. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Wish you luck moving forward this season, and uh, we'll just see where the chips fall. For sure, man. And, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get after you. I want you to know, stop calling me out on Twitter. <laughs> me and Coach Long, have it set up. Put it on your calendar. November 13th next year, the, the Bears of West Virginia Tech, the Golden Bears, are coming to Lancer Country. And they're playing a little tournament. They're going to play against uh, Coach Alford and, and the Foresters of Huntington on Friday night. And then the matchup you've been waiting for is going to be Saturday afternoon, November 13th. So no more plugging me on Twitter. and I don't need any of that. Uh, <laughs> no, but we're excited, man. It's pumped. It's been a crazy year. Um, glad we're playing and uh, excited for what's coming next, man. Can't wait. Appreciate everything you do, bud. Well, you, got, you already know I'll be back there for that tournament. Whoever wins that game between you and uh... – West Virginia Tech will take home the initial hardware, and uh, we're Scott and I were already talking. We're trying to turn that into a, a more of an invitational tournament, but 
stay tuned for that. But next year, for sure, the Cascade Hoops Classic will be decided in November there at Grace Grace College. Yep. And then one last thing I want to say is just I want to just kind of a shout out to just all the all the coaches across the country um, at our level and just kind of doing what you're doing right now. I know every coach is dealing with something. Um, some teams are playing, some teams are not even practicing. Um, but I think, you know, during a time like this is, is why we're called to do what we're doing. And it's, it's as difficult on us as it is our kids. Um, but just an amazing shout out to, uh, to all those head coaches and assistants across the country at every, every school in the NAI. Um, uh, it's been awesome just to see and talk to a lot of you across this, uh, this year so far. And just, uh, yeah, just uh, encouragement to everyone out there just to keep going, man. And uh, it's, it's going to get better, and we're going to get back on track here soon. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much, Scott. Merry Christmas. You as well, bro. Well, thanks, Coach Moore. Appreciate your time. Appreciate your energy and uh, being on our Christmas show. I'm really looking forward to that uh, West Virginia Tech-Grace College matchup. And that's a game that got canceled at the national tournament, so... I'm determined to make sure that game happens, and it looks like it will next November. And speaking of West Virginia Tech, coming off a huge upset of Division I Morgan State, we have head coach James Long. He's second-year head coach there at West Virginia Tech. He's doing a fantastic job, and he made the entire NAI world very, very proud when they knocked off Morgan State. Billy D, Cascade Hoopstock, hey, here with uh, James Long, Head coach, West Virginia Tech. James, thank you so much for being on our Christmas show. Yeah, thank you for having me. Lucky to be here. You know, Coach, I was going through your schedule, and it, you know, it kind of looks like you, you've got that same issue so many schools do with the, that bumpy schedule, play two, three, canceled kind of thing. You know, what are you, what are you doing to keep some kind of normalcy with your team, to keep, the, keep them sharp? You know, I think we it's just kind of our mindset in general, but we've been trying to just get better every day. And I think it's a great approach to take, especially right now. And, you know, I think some of the most growth we've had was during our quarantine. And that's all the credit to our guys having the right mindset. And, I mean, if you just keep that mindset through this, it really doesn't matter what happened, what happens to you, whether it's quarantine or a game canceled. If you're just trying to get better every day, uh, you can use this time to uh, really, really take steps forward in the competitive advantage against you know, some of these other teams. Well, you've been definitely been, uh, we were just talking before we started, you've definitely been getting some some really good production out of uh, Darren Martin, and then, you know, Andreas Johnson is uh, shooting the heck out of the three ball. Uh, and then you mentioned that you just got Scruggs back as well. Yeah, I mean, we're. I said this to him the other day in practice, they're really starting to understand each other. Uh, when you lose junior array and, you know, the seniors we lost last year, it's going to take some time to, you know, like coaches say all the time, find our identity. And I think we've really started to do that lately. And when Taman, Taman being out, you know, it was, it was tough to deal with uh, for those first six games. But, you know, I think there's a lot of positives that came out of it. These young guys were able to grow, you know, exponentially. And it was, it was great for them. And then when he stepped back in, he's been practicing. So we were, we were clicking first Youngstown state in the first half, uh, didn't play well in the second half but against Morgan State we really put two halves together and and these guys just really understand each other and understand each other's strengths and you know it's been really fun to watch and hope we can take those steps forward uh after break but you know like you said Darren when we talked before the season I told you I think when Darren's locked in he's one of the better guards around and then Dre number one three-point shooter in the country last year percentage-wise and then Saman you know, he's preseason River States. Uh, he was first team last year. You know, these guys have put the work in to get to where they are. And, you know, like I said, if we can continue to take these steps forward after break, I uh, really like where our team's heading. You know, I'm kind of burying the lead here. You mentioned uh, your game at Morgan State. Morgan State Division One school, they had just they were fresh off a of victory over Iona, which is coached by Rick Patino, And you went over there and you knocked them off. I mean, that was amazing. How exciting for your program. Yeah, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. And, you know, I try and tell people all the time, you know, I'm, I know everyone knows about NAI basketball, but this is good basketball. 
you know, when I have friends come down and watch our team, it's the first thing they say, like, I, you know, no disrespect, but I think every time they're like, you know, this is, that was fun. This is, this is great basketball. And it is. And I'm glad that this year there's been some attention brought to, you know, NAI and small college basketball because it is great basketball. And I think the Morgan state game, is just a complete credit to our guys. If you watch us from the beginning of the game, it wasn't even going well, but they, they had an aura about themselves that they knew they were going to win that game and they believe in themselves against anybody. And, you know, that's why I really like being around this team and like where we're heading because they, they went in there thinking they were going to win and they executed it. So it's, it was, uh, it was really fun, and we, we celebrated, but we understand that, you know, that's not the end goal. You know, this is just a a part of our journey together, and uh, we're excited to build on that for sure. Well, it's definitely not the end goal, but uh, Coach tells the truth. I mean, that locker room afterwards <laughs> must have been crazy, huh? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was fun. It was fun, and I think uh, it was fun because we kind of envisioned it. You know, we envisioned it happening together and we we enjoyed each other's company and you know we we embraced that six and a half hour ride back we we, we got excited about that and you know just be it, we we're so lucky to be spending time together right now and um we just went in there we said exactly what we were going to do and and did it and when we left we just embraced every bit of it we said like you said it was a fun locker room for sure we celebrated together and then we got got in the vans and enjoyed more time together you know we're just lucky to be doing it right now because there's a lot of people not playing yeah but it was a business trip right oh for sure for sure well congrats it was business but but like you said i mean you got you got to smell celebrate the wins and you know celebrate the small victories a lot along uh along the way in the season we really try and take time to do that celebrate those small victories throughout the year so it was definitely fun. Well, you let all your guys know that everybody, everybody in the NAI world, really appreciates when that happens, and that that's a, that's quite a big deal. You know, coach, it's been a it's been kind of a, a bumpy first half of the season for you for most teams. You know, what what do you foresee for the second half of the season coming up as you get ready to play in the River States? Uh, you know, I think it's with everything going on right now, it's really tough to think too far in advance. I think. You got to take it in small increments. You know, I think coming back, just got to hope for some normalcy mm-hmm. in, our, in our conference. I think we're going to, it's all division right now. So when we get back, just prepare for Rio Grande on January 7th and, you know, take it from there. I think it's, unfortunately, it's just too, too tough to look too far ahead right now. But, you know, it goes back to the beginning of the conversation. We just got to worry about on December 26th when we get back, just trying to get better. Yeah, absolutely. And all we know right now is that we have uh, Rio Grande on the 7th, and they're doing a really good job this year. Got a new coach, and uh, play really hard and do their stuff really well. So we just got to focus on getting better and preparing for them. But, yeah, you're definitely not going to sneak up on anybody. You know that, right, Coach? No, no. I wouldn't want it any other way. (laughs) You know, you're – I like it. uh, James, you're relatively new to the NAI. You you know, you played over at West Virginia – you know, just just talk about uh, your your view of the NAI now, and you know what the what coming to the NAI has has meant to you. It's, it has meant a whole lot, and I'm glad you you asked this because it's some I think about a lot, and you know I've just met so many great people. Um, there's been so many memories that I'm going to take with me forever, and it's just been really enlightening of how how good of basketball it is, and good. Of, good coaching, good players and good people. Uh, I didn't know a lot about it. You know, I was Virginia and it's, that's big 12 is the top of the top, but this is, this has been, you know, some of, some of my favorite memories from, from my life, uh, you know, in this past year and a half, uh, you know, I, I could just go on and on about the different teams, but like, like you say all the time and like all these small college basketball advocates say all the time, you know, uh, I hope I hope people are starting to see what caliber of basketball is, this is and what caliber of players there are because there are some really good basketball teams and uh, been some really good games that I've seen and been a part of and you know if you just name some of the teams that you watch that I saw from nationals and I mean I think it's apparent you look at teams like Indiana Wesleyan and Kyle Mangus I mean it's just incredible what they're doing but you know that's 
that's what I've been lucky to be in, in uh, become enlightened to. And I'm just glad that I have been a part of it because it's, it's very special and uh, great basketball. So I'm uh, definitely lucky to be here and uh, definitely lucky to be leading tech. And hopefully we can continue to work our way towards that. Well, you're definitely a big part of it now. And uh, the NAIA is happy to have you there at West Virginia Tech. And I'm happy to hear it sounds like we're finally going to get the match between Grace College and West Virginia Tech next November. Is this a true story? This is a true story. I knew you'd be happy. I, I've been I definitely you'd be happy. It's finally happening. And like I said, Co- Coach Moore wasn't – he was uh, just as excited for it as I was. I, to- I told you it was going to happen. <laughs> we just had to. We just had to see, going I, uh, going to to Grace next year, and like I said, man, I couldn't have more respect for uh, Scott and everything he's doing there, and everything, you know, he's done for me. And we've stayed in touch a bunch, and I'm just excited that we can, you know, run that one back and compete because he is, you know, one of my friends in the business, and definitely respect what they do there. Well, I'm looking forward to it. We'll definitely have some fun with that. Uh, um, God willing, and the crick don't rise, I'll be back there as well. And uh, so uh, we'll have some fun with it. Coach, I appreciate So you're going you're, you're gonna to be at the game, right? Yeah, absolutely. That was, was the commitment say, I made better, to you. Better make that, uh, you better make that trip. I'm not letting you back out on that one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Coach, I really appreciate you being part of the Christmas show, but also, you know, being on, you've been on, I think it's the third time I've had you on, uh, uh, just be, being part of the NAI family. And, and uh, I want to say Merry Christmas to you and all the West Virginia Tech fans. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you, man. Thank you for everything you do for us and for NAI basketball. Def- definitely appreciate you, man, and uh, hope you have a great Christmas. Thank you very much, Coach Long. And again, congratulations on that big win against Morgan State. You know, some guys just don't even need an introduction. For our final guest today, Kyle Mangus, Indiana Wesleyan. Hey, Billy D, Cascade Hoops Talk. Hey, thrilled today to have Kyle Mangus senior at indiana wesley and welcome kyle merry christmas yeah thanks for having me on billy merry christmas to you too happy to be on here once again you know kyle he needs no introduction but i enjoy talking to him because kyle mangus typifies naia basketball he's a good person a good student and like many naia players is an overachiever who just loved basketball so kyle just again thank you so much for being on the show yeah, for sure. Always love coming on here, talking, you know, NAI basketball. You know, it's been a weird season so far with COVID and a lot of cancellations. Some teams aren't even playing, but, you know, I feel like our team has made the most of it and, you know, just enjoying every day we can. So the, you guys are 16-0. and 0. You've just come off the big sweep in Arizona. That was big, uh, especially the, the big win against Arizona Christian. Is this the best Indiana Wesleyan team you've been on? Yeah, it is. I would say that. I was just talking to some family and I told them that um you know I've, I've been on some good IWU teams but I think the thing that sets this team apart is our defense and our depth um you know we've we we do have a a lot of guys who play come off the bench but I mean I think our defense really stands out this year we obviously have Seth Maxwell um probably one of the best defensive players in the country um standing under the rim but we also you know really athletic get after it and um you know the, the offense has always been there for our teams but defense has been one thing that's you know hasn't always been as consistent so i think that's really been helpful this year you know whenever i talk to anybody about indiana wesley and that's the first thing that comes up is you know you, you can't just stop you and seth and stop indiana wesley and you guys have so mm-hmm. many weapons it's sure. uh it's just amazing how deep you are you know early on in the season, you guys struggled from the three, and I thought, oh, they they actually have a chink in their armor. But you guys, <laughs> you guys have seemed to corrected that. Kyle, what do you, what do you think are the keys to uh, you guys continuing to have a successful season and bringing another national title back to Marion? Um, yeah, I mean, I think we do have a good shot this year. the The keys for our team, um, you know, we have to come out with a come out every game with a chip on our shoulder. Uh, we know we have a target on our back. So offensively, um, just getting good shots, like you said, three-point shot wasn't really falling for us at the beginning of the year, but we knew that would come. Um, you know, we try to get inside-out three, so getting in the paint and then kicking out. Um, Spencer Piercefield, our seventh man, hit seven in a row uh, in the first half of our game on Saturday. 
So, um, you know, the, the three-point shots will fall. And then defensively, um, we know we have to get out, pressure, be the aggressor aggressor on defense, and, and kind of force everything in, into Seth Maxwell. You know, we talked about your depth. And one thing, you know, coaches, Coach Tonegal is always excellent at going out and finding new talent. Uh, mm-hmm. Tayson Parker, a freshman, true freshman out of Kokomo, has been amazing. Uh, 18 yeah. minutes a game, 11 points. Can you talk about him just a bit? Yeah, he's a special talent. Uh, we knew he was going to be great for us and come in and make an immediate impact. Um, he comes off the bench, but he comes in and he, he picks up 94 feet every single time. And I, I don't know how he has the energy to do it, but um, he's probably one of the most athletic guys I've played with Has a 43-inch vertical. Um, he's wow. only 6'1", but he's insanely fast, Had uh, was top six in uh, high school for the 100 and 200 in track. So he can run, he can jump, he's really explosive, but he's also a really skilled player, um, can shoot and also get in the paint and, you know, some some make some great finishing moves. So he just, I mean, he's one of the guys, but we have a lot of guys who can, I mean, just, just elite at what they do. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you definitely have some athletes there. You know, you've got mm-hmm. some, you've got some tough, tough tests coming up though. Uh, when you played Indiana Tech at, you, was it your place, right? When you played them last yeah. time, yeah, they, was, uh, they, I, they, I thought they had a chance to beat you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, Indiana Tech. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Kyle. Tech is, uh, I mean, they're no joke. They, they always come out and they're, they're ready to compete. They play with an edge, and I think they, if I remember right, they started they started that game out on a big run and, and were leading and it was pretty close. We, we kind of pulled away a little bit in the second half, but then they, they made another run at the end. So um, we'll play for a second time here and, you know, they've been, they've been playing well and it's always fun to play Grant Smith, Grant Smith again. So. <laughs> well, I make, well, I'll make one prediction about this, two predictions about this game that they, they'll play you tough. They won't give up. And, uh, Coach Albert will get at least one technical. That's my prediction. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> you, you know, uh, right after the, you play them, and then right after the first of the year, you got to head to uh, Winona Lake and play Grace, which is a very good team as well. But mm-hmm. talk about how extra special that is. That's uh, You were talking just before we started. It's right in your backyard. Yeah, it's, it's three minutes from my house here in Winona Lake, so it's always fun coming back to – grace it'll be a little different this year without fans just seeing like the hometown warsaw fans um but it is always special uh just like playing in a place where you grew up there's just something different about it so i always enjoy coming to white on the lake playing grace every year and and they they have a good team this year like usual so it'll be a fun game you know do they when you when you play at grace do do any of the locals give it to you a little bit i i've never heard it anything from the crowd or anything like that it's usually all like positive and, and cheering but you just oh, never wow. know yeah you never know but um i've never had that happen now well you're kind of lucky there kyle i'm gonna shift gears a little bit you know you and i've talked before about enjoying the moment and you know kind of enjoying that gift of being able to play college basketball and for you at a, at a very high level you know can you talk about what nai basketball and what indiana wesleyan has has meant to you yeah it means so much and it, this is my fourth year here but i mean the time is really flying um nai basketball i think it's just so overlooked and there's just great there's great players everywhere across the country and just the teams and like i love indiana wesley and just the togetherness that we have um you know we're just we're playing for something that's bigger than ourselves um so that's just something i, I really appreciate because i know it no matter what level of basketball it is, it's not always like that. The experience isn't always like that for players. So, you know, I'm, I'm really grateful for the position I'm in, just the teammates that I have, um, just, you know, how we care about each other. It's just, it's more than basketball. And that's what you want. You don't just want to go to a school, to a program just for basketball. So that's, you know, I think that's what makes it a little different. I think just the togetherness that that teams have not only IWU, but that I've seen playing teams and teams in the Crossroads League and NAI. I think that's that makes us a little different. You know, you know, I've talked about it before, and I just get the sense that Indiana Wesleyan has been such a great fit and a great experience for you. Yeah, yeah. It. I mean, it has. I wasn't a highly recruited kid in, in high school at all, but um, you know, I 
think I would have picked Indiana Wesleyan regardless, just because of, you know, not only the play style, but just the, the culture of the team, the I am three, God first, other second, you know, yourself's third. Um, you're going there and it's, it's not all about you, but it's about the, it's about other people and, um, it makes you a better person. And, you know, just the relationships that I've built with the coaches, coach Tonegal, the rest of the staff, it's, you know, something that I'll never forget. Well, Kyle, I really appreciate you taking a few minutes and here in the middle of the season and being part of our Christmas show. And I want to say Merry Christmas to you and your family. And, and thank you very much. Yeah. Thanks for having me on Billy D. Uh, be looking forward to hearing these other conversations with coaches and players for sure. Okay, Kyle. Thank you very much. Now that's the way to wrap up an NAI Christmas day show. Thank you, Kyle Mangus. And thank you, Indiana Wesleyan. This is Jeff Beckman from Spring Arbor University. I want to wish everybody Merry Christmas from the Cougar family. Hey, this is Ryan Haskins, and I hope everybody has a safe and Merry Christmas this year. Merry Christmas, everyone from uh, Matt Wilbur and the entire Dakota Wesleyan men's basketball program. Have a great holidays and a happy new year. Merry Christmas from the Huntington Foresters. This is Brevin Slope, Concordia Bulldogs. I just want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Just want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays from the Indiana Wesleyan Basketball Program. Hope everyone stays safe, enjoys time with their families, and can just celebrate the life of Jesus. This is Coach Scott Moore at Grace College. Just wanted to wish you and your family Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. This is Coach Neville from the University of Jamestown. Uh, Merry Christmas from me and, and University of Jamestown men's basketball program and all of our alumni. Uh, we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hey guys, this is Mitchell Fink. Uh, I hope you and your families have a great Christmas and holidays. From the Fink family to the entire NAIA basketball family, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. This is Colby Blaine from College of Idaho Men's Basketball. And from the Yote fam to your fam, Happy Holidays. This is the Burge family just saying Merry Christmas, have a great holiday season, and God bless and go out. This is Justin Parnell from Oregon Tech Men's Basketball. On behalf of our program, we just wanted to wish you all a very Merry Christmas and a Happy Holiday. This is James Long, West Virginia Tech. want to wish you a Merry Christmas. This is Junior Ray. I hope you have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year's. Stay safe. Hello, guys. I would like to say Merry Christmas from your guy Daryl Bowie, the 2020 KCAC Player of the Year, 2020 uh, Auto University Conference Champ. Everybody stay safe and have a Merry Christmas. Hey, this is Scotty Birch um, from Oregon Tech, and I just wish everybody a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. And this is Billy D. And tell everybody NAI basketball is the purest, most competitive form of basketball anybody can watch, and it's the best entertainment value in America. And as we all continue to face struggles, never forget that we're Americans, and Americans always survive, always persevere, and we always succeed. Merry Christmas from Billy Dee.